What's up, everybody? Welcome to Let's Discuss Our Feelings. I'm your cousin in Christ, Wantra Levet, and today is July 3rd, 2020. Um, happy 4th of July weekend, you guys. I'm not celebrating 4th of July this weekend. Um, not also celebrating 4th of July no more. My babies are grown now, so it's not um not grown, but my daughter's like 10 and my son, she's going to be 10 and my son's going to be 16 years old. So fireworks is not that exciting anymore. <laughs> Once you do them every year, there's nothing really to be excited about. But shout out to everybody who's out celebrating. You know, there's no judgment for those who celebrate and for those who don't. We are not celebrating this year. I don't think we're going to be celebrating any more years to come. But who's to know? Because this year, this just not celebrating. Um, but I have a great message for you. And of course, the message is for me. But I'm going to go ahead and share with you because, hello, we're cousins in Christ. And just like I need a word from God, you need a word from God too. And I'm not going to deprive you from that word. And I'm not going to be selfish and not share this word of God with you. Um, because he's just amazing. And has God been amazing to you? Has he's done has he done something special that just wowed you and just made you a believer and made you trust him and honor him and love him and glorify him and thank him and you know keep him by your side? Because he's definitely did that for me. And this is why I dedicate this podcast to knowing him and loving him and honoring him and showing him how much I appreciate all of the works that he has done for me, my family, my my generation, my generation to come, the generation before me, um, the family that he put me in. You know, I'm just truly blessed and honored. And I don't come from no rich family. I don't come from no stability, stable family or anything like like anything like that. I come from a real unstructured home with no stability and God has been able to keep me so hey if he's done it for me and I'm already 33 years old I know he can do it for you um so don't let poverty win do not think don't let the devil think that he has one up on you because in reality when the devil thinks that he has one up on you he kind of like let go a little bit because he feels like he has you so pay attention to signs where you can see the devil is trying to get your attention and when he also doesn't need your attention because he feels like he had you he has you so if nothing is going wrong in your life it's probably because the devil already has his hand upon your life are because God is keeping you protected. So make sure you check with those two things to know, you know, what's going on right now in your life. Is it the devil or is it God? Because I've been in that phase. I've seen it. I've went through it. I still experience it to this day. I am far from perfect. I am nowhere near perfect. So I know when the devil has me and when he releases me and when he has me and then he, you know, goes about his business. But he feels comfortable enough to go about his business because he feels like I'm not going to change or God can't get me back. So I just want to make sure that all honor and glory go to God um, because he has brought me, took me from the devil plenty of times and he also kept me from the devil plenty of times. So the message that I have for today is when you worship God um, in spirit and truth, you join with choirs of angels who are continually before his throne. 
Though you cannot hear their voices, your praise and thanksgiving are distinctly audible in heaven. Um, your petitions are also heard, but it is your gratitude that clears the way to God's heart. With the way between us um, wide open, God's blessings fall upon you in rich abundance. The greatest blessing is nearness to him, abundant joy and peace in his presence. Practice praising and thanking God continually throughout this day and any other day that may come your way. So when you worship God in spirit and truth, you join with choirs of angels who are continually before his throne. Though you cannot hear their voices, your praise and thanksgivings are distinctly audible in heaven. So, you know, you guys are thanking God with the angels and stuff. So thank you, angels, for sticking by my side. Your petitions are also heard, but it is your gratitude that clears the way to God's heart. With the way between us wide open, God's blessing fall upon you in rich abundance. The great blessing is nearness to God. And that's why he always says, stay near to me, pray to me, talk to me, um, you know, allow me to be a change in you. Abundant joy and peace is in God's presence. Practice praising and thanking him continually throughout this day. I like this message because um, I don't get to um, talk on the weekend, even though I could, but I choose not to because those are my days off. And um, I like this message because it just reminds me to continue giving God the thanks and um, the gratitude that he needs. Like he just deserves it. He deserves it. And I'm very honored to be the one to wake up thanking him and thanking him in my troubles and thanking him in my good times, my all times. He's been keeping me. I don't care what anybody say. I haven't worked in months and God has been financially keeping me stable. He's been financially keeping me protected and covered with me and my kids. And I have not received any outside money from like a family or anything like that. It's all been coming just directly to me from wherever it's been coming from but I know it's just been by the grace of God and I know that he's going to continue to provide for me because he's done it I've watched him I saw it when I thought I didn't have nothing when I saw myself you know lose everything I really just could watch God turn my life around and it it amazes me that's why I'm so um strong about avocating for God like I I would advocate for um God to make sure that he knows that I'm not going to give up, you know, being his child or worshiping him or thanking him or sending requests because I just honor him and I honor this earth because he created it. But nothing, nothing comes above God. Nothing comes above God. So I just love him and I'm just honored to be in his presence at all times, even when I don't feel him near and even when I think he's not near. I'm going to always be in his presence and I'm always going to give him thanks through all whatever it is that I could be going through. So the scripture that I have for today is Luke. I haven't did Luke in a while. So it is Luke chapter 6. That's Luke, L-U-K-E, chapter 6, verse 33. I'm sorry, verse 38. That's Luke, chapter 6, verse 38. And it reads like, Give, and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, will be poured into your lap. 
For with the measures you use, it will be measured to you. I hear this scripture so much. I hear it in church, press down, shake it down. It should be given to you as when you give in. I, I, I know for a fact that a lot of preachers say this around um, giving time, around offering time. But I haven't really dived deep into this scripture or anything like that. So we are on the surface of these scriptures, y'all. So do not get it twisted and think that I'm some type of Bible expert or that I've been preaching and all. no, no, no. No, no, this is not what that is, okay? You are not dealing with a preacher or a Bible expert or anything like that. I am a sinner and I'm just a, a warrior for God's kingdom. That's it. Um, but me knowing these scriptures and digging deep and diving to them and seeing where they come from, the back root of them, we ain't got that far yet. Give us give us some time. We ain't got there yet. Um, so when I see the scripture, I'm like, okay, I've heard this scripture plenty of times, especially in church when it's time to give. I've never had a problem with giving in church. Um, when I was younger, I did. I didn't understand the fundamentals of it. I thought, oh, you know, you just got to give. The preachers, they always want to give. They always Always want you to um, give, give, give. You know, they just want your money. That's what I thought. I'm not even gonna lie. Growing up in church and everything like that, because you not really understanding the back end of giving or giving to a church. You know, you you thinking on a selfish end. So now when I actually learn, okay, I'm giving because I should give, not because. I'm looking for something in return. It made it more easier for me to give. So every Sunday I would give. I sometimes give a hundred, sometimes I give twenty, sometimes I give two dollars. It doesn't really matter the amount. What matters is that I give. And so just learning about that, it made me really um give more and not be afraid to give. Um, or, you know, see somebody struggling and be, be able to give or somebody need help and did not give, you know, I just never, it never, never bothered me to give. I've always wanted to see people happy. So I've always gave, I will give you my last if I could, if I had to. And then there are sometimes I've been selfish where I have not gave and I don't want to give and I just want to keep everything to myself. And those are the times when I didn't know better. And those are the times when I didn't understand the fundamentals of giving and not giving because I I had to, but given because it's just the right thing to do when somebody is in need or if a service need help. And so giving to the church was never, is not a problem for me anymore. And it doesn't even matter if I go to that church or anything, because I'm not giving to the preacher. I'm just giving back to the Lord's house. So whatever it is that that church or that place can provide for people like me, I know they're going to do that. And it's not my it's not my job to calculate what money goes where or what's being distributed where. My only job is to give and is to give from the heart. So when I give back, I know that it's God returning back only what I gave. And, he, and, and it's so crazy because I could give a little and God returned back a lot. And so it's just the whole fundamental thinking of you gave, you know, and it, and it ain't about an amount base. It's the fact that you sincerely gave is like doing a good deed, you know, and so I'm just very honored to understand um how giving works. A lot of people don't and I don't argue with people when they when they feel like oh the church just wants your money or anything like that and it's nothing like that. So you get people who really love and advocate for God and then they also help the community and it may not be for what the people want them to do, but whatever work that the Lord is doing in that person, I do just don't come interfere with. I don't try to, you know, 
put what I want on that person to do with my money. Like, I just don't do that. I give, I let go, I let God, and I thank him for that. So just being able to give, it really does something to me. And anybody that knows me knows that I am a giver. I will give my last. I pay for any and everything, especially if I offer, especially if I invite, especially if I, you know, say it, I'm going to do it. So I've always been a giver and I'm now I'm a cheerful giver. So probably before I wasn't a happy giver. I was a giver like, you know, trying to hold on to. But now I'm a cheerful giver. If I got it, I give it. I I put $100 in church every week and I feel like I should put more. So it's just, it's just amazing to go over and see scriptures every day that I either heard or I either seen and I actually see it actually um, lift in my life. So this scripture today from Luke 638, it really does means a lot to me. Give and it will be given to you. A good measure pressed down, shaken together and running over will be poured into your lap for with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Don't worry about the amount. Don't worry about how you give. Don't worry about what they do when you give it. The thing is how you give, you know, from your heart. So even if it's clothes, shoes, food, money, your time, your space, your energy, your vibes, whatever it may be, you know, understand that part of giving. I I really could go more into detail in, but I really like to learn more about it um, before I really just dive deep in a deep way so we're really on the surface with this whole giving thing and even to this podcast like people can give to this podcast I don't ask I don't ask as much to support the podcast or hey yes donate 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 um the reason why I don't do that is because I just believe that God will see me through he gives me everything that I need so if I need it God will provide it so I really don't try to beat my listeners into donating to this podcast but of course you feel free to donate um at the end of the year, I'm going to take the donations and I'm going to donate it to a charity. I haven't came up with a charity yet, but most likely it's going to be a great charity that God direct me to. I haven't came up with it yet, but any monies that made on this podcast at the end of the year for Christmas will go to a charity. Um, and if if I don't give it this year, it's because I'm going to keep accumulating it so that next year I can give a certain amount. So what I would not do is deduct any funds from this podcast. Um, as long as this podcast isn't standing for my own needs. Like, I don't need the money because I have money. God is providing me in other ways. What this podcast is going to do is going to provide for kids, family, um, low-income, poverty, hoods, you know, anywhere that God direct me, I'm definitely going to do that. So if you want to donate to the podcast, go ahead and uh Press the link uh, where the podcast is distributed from, which is Anchor. You can go ahead and donate uh, $0.99, cents, a dollar, four ninety nine, whatever you choose, the amount you choose, and you can keep it accumulating how you choose or not. You don't have to donate. doesn't matter. God sees me through, um, and I'm very honored and thanking that he does. So we're going to go ahead and put this protection, this hedge of protection on you guys before we uh, bounce up out of here because it is Friday, and we're not going to let uh, the armor of God slip us by. So get ready for that. We do get um, going to the armor of God. That's in the Ephesians 6. 
and we start at chap we start at I always say that chapter it is Ephesians chapter 6 and we start at verse 10 so finally be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power we will put on the full armor of God so that we can take our stands against the devil's schemes for our struggle is not against flesh and blood but against the rulers against the authorities against the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms therefore we will put on the full armor of god so that when the day of evil comes we may be able to stand our ground and after we have done everything to stand we will stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around our waist with the breast place of breastplate of righteousness in place and with our feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace in addition to all this we will take up the shield of faith with which we can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one we will take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of god and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests with this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people like you and me. Pray also for me that whenever I speak, words may be given to me so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains. Pray that I may declare fearlessly as I should in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. You guys have a safe weekend. Have a safe 4th of July. Don't get too caught up out there in the streets, you guys. Just know that I am not perfect and you are not either, okay? Don't forget to send this message to somebody who can benefit from it, like your family and friends, and keep it in your house and your, in your car and everywhere around you. And I will see you. Well, I'm not going to see you, but I'll talk to you guys next week. Mwah!